go. The teacher gave her class of second graders a lesson on the magnet and what the magnet does. The next day in a written test, she included one very simple question. My full name has six letters. The first one is M. I pick up things. What am I? While the test papers were turned in, the teacher was astonished to find out that almost 50% of her class of students answered the same question with the word mother. <laughs> so what is a mother? For all the mothers out there, I want to tell you that we love you and we appreciate all that you've ever done for us this Mother's Day. We cannot help but recognize that you've picked up for us. You picked up our toys when we were young, you tidied our rooms, you kept our homes neat and clean, and when we were growing up and grew older, you helped us pick up our lives when we needed advice. Mothers, you are the persons we've held most dear most of our lives and the formative years of our lives, and we all have a unique, indescribable, and special bond with you. Agatha Christie wrote, a mother's love for her child is like nothing else in the world. It knows no law, no pity, it dates all things and crushes down remorselessly all that stands in its path. We all understand that motherhood is not easy. No one gave moms a definitive manual or instruction booklet on how to raise us. But somehow our mothers managed to mold us and instill in us virtue, character, and wisdom needed to grow up and be productive in this world. Our world recognizes your sacrifice, both in the media and popular culture, applaud your efforts when you try to be the best parent possible. Fortunately, our world recognizes your value by praising mothers that sacrifice for their children and chastising mothers that put their own needs ahead of their children's interests. Maybe this is society's way of saying that all children need to be loved, nurtured, valued by their mothers. Great moms put their child's needs ahead of their own needs and desires because they are the most giving people on the planet. Teneva Jordan sums this up by saying, A mother is a person who sees that there are only four pieces of pie for five people and promptly announces that she never really did care for pie anyways. Motherhood is necessary for our personal growth because as children we have this innate we have this innate capacity to recognize, seek out, and attach ourselves to a mother or mother figure who we look for safety, care, and protection. According to psychiatrist Carl Jung, these early attachment experiences help shape our brain and enable us to manage our lives as we grow older. It's important that we're secure in our attachment to our moms because insecure attachment to our mothers in our earlier years can lead to childhood and adult trauma that is linked to drug and alcohol addiction, academic failure, depression, and relationship problems. Mothers, it is scientifically proven and factual that you have a profound influence on our long-term well-being, and we thank you for your selfless and undying love. What's interesting is that motherhood never ends. Once a mother, always a mother. Motherhood begins abruptly with the sudden birth or adoption of a child. Initially, I'm sure most mothers are challenged by the demands of raising an infant. But as time passes, motherhood sets in and new moms become comfortable in their new vocation. Actually, I think most mothers become too comfortable in motherhood because it is all too natural for them. You know when motherhood is truly set in when you start doing things like this. You offer to cut up other people's food. You hide in the bathroom to be alone. 
You hope ketchup is a vegetable because it's the only one your kids will eat. You read the average five-year-old asks 492 questions a day, and you feel proud that your child is above average. You use your own saliva to clean your child's face. You hear your mother's voice coming out of your mouth, and you stop criticizing the way your mother raised you. And you say at least once a day, I'm not cut out for this job, but you not traded for anything in the world. Abraham Lincoln once said, no one is poor who has a godly mother. mother. We feel so enriched by your nurture and care. Today I'm going to touch on four characteristics of a godly Christian mother's. And I understand I could speak about dozens and dozens of qualities, but I just have limited time. So the first characteristic of a godly mother is that they sacrifice for their families. Godly mothers make sacrifices for their families and their children. Motherhood is a choice you make every day to put someone else's happiness and well-being ahead of your own. Teach the hard lessons to do the right thing even when you're sure not what, not, not sure what to do. Uh-oh, uh-oh, what happened to my page? Uh-oh. Ah, what the thing is right and what to forgive you. All right, here we go. Start it again. Sorry. Motherhood is a choice you make every day to put someone else's happiness and well-being ahead of your own. To teach the hard lessons to do what is right, even when you're not sure what the right thing is. And forgive yourself over and over again for doing everything wrong. An overlooked but important sacrifice is our mother's patience, endurance, and suffering through their pregnancy and childbirth. Make no mistake, childbirth is still risky business in the past and even today. Maternal deaths related to childbirth are rising to approximately where 800 mothers in the U.S. die each year giving birth and over 300,000 worldwide. Motherhood is no easy chore and mothers sacrifice their personal time and enjoyment for their children. Even with the convenience of most new gadgets and household appliances, most mothers must serve, cook, must serve as cook, housekeeper, seamstress, nurse, doctor, lawyer, counselor, peacemaker, purchasing agent, and teacher. Moms rocked us to bed to sleep as babies stayed up with us when we were sick, gave us a sense of safety and security by stabilizing our homes, and kept us fed so that we could grow up big and strong. One thing we cannot overlook is our mothers as cooks, whereby they cook and serve an average of 1,000 meals for each member of each family, not to mention the over 400 loads of laundry they do on average as well. In the Bible, we see that mothers make a number of sacrifices, considering our own Theotokos, who gave birth in a manger, was forced to escape and relocate to Egypt to save her child from genocide and endure the incredible hardship in seeing her son persecuted, beaten, and crucified. Hannah, the mother of the priest and prophet Samuel, also fast sacrificed her son to the Lord. When she was unable to bear children, she pledged that in return for burying a child, she would dedicate her son Samuel to the temple and gave him to Eli, the priest, for instruction. Hannah was faithful and visited her son each year under the instruction. And in reward for her sacrifice, the Lord blessed her with additional children and her son also is blessed because he anointed the King David. Godly mothers sacrifice for their children because they are grateful for the unique ministry and calling. The second characteristic of a godly mother is that they trust God and they keep the faith. Theodore Roosevelt said, praying mothers are God's greatest assets. 
Good Christian mothers take care of the spiritual needs of their children as well as their physical needs. All we need to do is look at St. Timothy's parents, grandmother and mother. Timothy's father was a Gentile, and we know that his mother Eunice and his grandmother Lois taught Timothy the Holy Scriptures. He learned them from childhood, and St. Paul says that it was this that made him wise unto salvation. Godly mothers introduce their children into the church and to our faith at an early age. From then we learn about Jesus, the saints, and how to grow up and behave in the church. Proverbs 31.30 says, Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing, but a woman who reveres in the Lord will be praised. This verse encourages us, encourages mothers to be good examples for their children, that they are worthy of praise because and concern. For the eternal is more important than concern for the worldly. Christian mothers take the verse in Joshua 1.9 to heart as it reads, This is my command, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Godly mothers trust God. They pray constantly for their children and they teach them their faith through example. They never give up on their child, especially if they are difficult or if others write them off as being off course. Godly mothers constantly plead for God's grace and mercy as long as their breath in her, their bodies. Godly mothers simply trust God always and are compelled and encouraged by the Holy Spirit to keep praying no matter what the world says because she is guided from above. The third characteristic of a godly mother is that they instill in their children values and hold on to what is right. A Spanish proverb says, an ounce of mother is worth a ton of priest. Godly mothers lead by example and stand up for what is right by making tough decisions that run against the norms of our society that seek to corrupt and indoctrinate her children. Good mothers have a keen sense of discernment and know what is right in the eyes of God for her children's spiritual, emotional, and physical well-being. In order to instill Christian values in her children, godly mothers refuse to compromise righteousness, virtue, and justice in order to be accepted and popular with her offspring. This is because godly mothers understand the nature of spiritual warfare, that they must stand up for God, Christ, and His church in the face of an evil world that seeks to lure her children into the false notion that sinful living is acceptable. In other words, moms put us in our place when we go off the straight and narrow path. Not only are godly mothers brave, but they are consistent. They know that children need rules, boundaries, and consistency. Over time, the Christian framework and structure they lay down will give their children a sense of security that not only helps build trust in God, but also strengthens the entire family. Our faith, my friends, offers no compromise for spiritual values. And for this reason, godly mothers set high standards for values and morals in the home. The fourth characteristic of a godly mother is that they love their children unconditionally. Washington Irving very eloquently describes a mother's love. He writes, The love of a mother is never exhausted. It never changes. It never tires. It endures through all. In good repute, in bad repute, in the face of the world's condemnation, a mother's love still lives on. A mother who loves God with all their heart is unafraid 
to unconditionally love her children. She recognizes that her patience will be tried by several things, but will never cause her love to retaliate in anger. You see, godly mothers understand their children need love regardless of the situation or of their mischief, grief, or disappointment that whatever their offspring may bring them. Bad behavior never translates into a mother loving her children less. Instead, it encourages the godly mother to pray more, to instruct more directly, and to love them more deeply. According to Ellen Goodman, a mother is someone who will listen to your problems until you are bored with them. This is because mothers care about us. What makes exceptional mothers special is their abundance of outpouring of love. Good mothers express their love to their children constantly. I'm sure there are children that are even tired of hearing their mom saying, I love you, several times a day. Yet this family love fest, combined with a showering of hugs, kisses, hand-holding, and other forms of affection, are positive reinforcements that the family love bond is invincible for eternity. Let me read you a short poem about a motherly love. A mother's love is something that no one can explain. It's made of deep devotion of sacrifice and pain. It, it is endless and unselfish and enduring, come what may, for nothing can destroy it or take love away. It is patient and forgiving when all others are forsaking. It never fails or falters, even though the heart is breaking. It believes beyond believing when the world around condemns, and it glows all the beauty of the rarest brightest gems it is far from it is far beyond defining it defies all explanation and it still remains a secret like the mysteries of creation a many splendid miracle man cannot understand and another wondrous evidence of god's tender guiding hand as i wrap up i want to say that moms we love you and we're grateful for your sacrifices you helped develop our character, you gave us our values, and most of all, you led us to a faith in the living God. Throughout our lives, you've given us everything we needed to grow up to be productive and faithful adults. How can we ever pay you for all the good you've accomplished in our lives? Listen a moment to this passage about four brothers, how they try to repay their mother, and perhaps, too, we can learn how to best repay our mothers. Four brothers left home from college and became successful doctors and lawyers. Some years later, they chatted after having dinner together, and they discussed the gifts they were to give their elderly mother who was living away in this far-off city. The first said, I had built a big house for Mama. The second said, I had a $100,000 theater built in the house. The third said, I had a Mercedes dealer deliver an SL600 to her. And the fourth said, you know how Mama loved reading the Bible, and you know she can't read anymore because she can't see very well? Well, I met this preacher who told me that about this parrot that can recite the entire Bible. Well, it took 20 preachers 12 years to teach him. I had to pledge to contribute $100,000 a year for 20 years to the church, but it was worth it. Mama just has to name the chapter and the verse, and the parrot will recite it. The other brothers were impressed. Now, shortly afterwards, their mother sent out her thank you notes. She wrote, Milton, the house you built me was so huge, I only live in one room, but I have to clean the whole thing. Thanks anyways. Marvin, 
I'm too old to travel. I stay home. I have my groceries delivered, so I never use the Mercedes. The thought was good, though. Thank you very much. Michael, you gave me an expensive theater with Dolby Sound. It could hold 50 people, but all my friends are dead. I've lost my hearing. I'm nearly blind. I'll never use it. Thank you about the gesture just the same. Dear Melvin, you are the only son to have the good sense to give a little thought to your gift. The chicken was delicious. Thank you. <laughs> Somehow it appears that this mother would have preferred her sons to give her a little bit of themselves. You see, my friends, this is what mothers really want. They want a bit of ourselves for themselves. But our lives, our mothers were unselfish in taking care of our basic needs, and certainly we should do the same. P.J. O'Rourke said, everybody wants to save the earth. Nobody wants to help mom do the dishes. Maybe we should do, give a little back to our mom and do the dishes. As I looked throughout scripture, I came across a passage in John 19:25 through 27, where Jesus takes care of his mother, the Theotokos. Let me read it for you. But standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister Mary, the life of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and disciple who he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her to his home. It's interesting to point out that Jesus' last earthly thoughts were on his providing care for his mother. Most people who read this passage fail to see any significance in the Lord's final act. You see, our mothers are important, and they not only deserve our respect, but we are to give them our care. So in this Mother's Day, it is my hope, it is my prayer, that all of us children give our mothers, grandmothers, foster mothers, stepmothers, the attention, care, respect, do them for their faithful service. Amen.